This call is being recorded. Giving hope, walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith. What this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another while staying on our knees. For it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory.
Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Would like to say good morning. Morning, Susie. Good morning, Thank Deborah Evans. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Good morning. <laughs> we know each other's voices very well. <laughs> I know it's a habit. It's such a habit. <laughs> well, we've, we've been well. We've been doing it for so long. We know each other. What over five years? It's about five years, huh? Yeah, more than that, I think. <laughs> Whoa, I lost count. <laughs> yeah, I've been on the call ever since it first started about the first week, so I love it. It keeps me going, I tell you. It keeps me going. <laughs> I'm you, have a wonderful, you have a wonderful day. Me too, thank you. Uh-huh. Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Is anyone else join the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie who just joined the call. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. Good morning, Prosperous Pam. Good morning. Is anyone else join the call? Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning, Ms. Carla. Good morning, Carla. Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Has anyone else joined the call this morning? If anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning. Good morning, Miss Susie. It's Barb out of Lodi. God bless. Good morning, Barb out of Lodi. God bless you as well. You have a wonderful day. Me too, sweetie. Thank you.
Anyone else join the call? Hi, good morning. This is Arlita Renee. Good morning, everyone. Good morning, Arlita Renee. Good morning, Susie. Good morning, it's Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday, everyone. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday to you as well. Good morning, it's Pretty Patrice. Happy Thursday, family. Good morning, Pretty Patrice. Same to you. Good morning, Susie. How's hubby doing? He's doing great, thank you. Good. Yeah, he's doing good. We're getting ready to plant the garden, and yeah, everything's going well. God bless him. He just came right through all the problems. So. Amen. Amen. I'm going on mute. Okay. All right. Love you. Love you too. Bye bye. Bye bye. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, it's Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Kathy. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. This is Gloria. It's good to hear your voice. Good morning, Gloria. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. You too. Thank you. Good morning, Victory family. This is Rochelle. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Rochelle. Happy Thursday to you. Does anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. This is Barbara out of Elsa Barney. Good morning, Barbara out of Elsa Barney. I miss the Bay Area. <laughs> good morning, Mrs. Elsie. Good morning, Elsie. Good morning, Susie. Okay, well, it is time to get started, but before we move forward, we ask that you put your phones on mute so that we can proceed. And hello, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess, and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed too. Be sure, be sure to join us daily in April for the monthly theme entitled Expectation. You don't want to miss the messages, teachings, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. You will definitely be blessed. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Woman's Call, hosted by Miss Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, and that's by Peter Sazerell. The 
call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for your gift, and please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory and that is www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declare victory or cash app dollar sign I declare victory we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. There were no prayer requests submitted via the app. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Artania. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. And I will repeat that. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Tanya. The declaration will be brought by Angela. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. The scripture for today is Acts 28, 6. But they expected that he would have swollen or fallen down dead suddenly. But when they were long in expectation and beheld nothing amiss, came to him, and he said that he was a God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you please put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Tanya. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Good morning. Just doing a sound check. I want to make sure everybody can hear me okay. Just perfect. Thank you. Good morning, everybody. God bless you. I'm so happy to um, have this privilege to lead us all in prayer. I, I am going to do something a little bit this a little bit different this morning. Um, at the time of instruction, I am going to um, I'm going to just ask that we um, we won't be talking yet, but we won't be off, off mute yet, but I'm, I'm going to have a period of silence. And that period of silence will be so that we can um, meditate and ask God to speak to us rather than us just having a monologue this morning. So it won't be that I have disconnected the line. That really is a time for us to meditate. And it won't be for a long time because I know that can be a little bit unsettling but I just wanted to um just wanted to prepare you so as we as we prepare our hearts to um go before the throne of grace this morning just want to remind you please check your phones make sure they're muted until it's time for the corporate praise just go ahead and just go do a do a visual real quick father god in the name of jesus we just thank you and celebrate you this morning uh, we thank you because you are our true and risen Savior. We magnify your great and holy name, God, because you are high and lifted up. 
Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you invite us to come boldly but humbly before your throne of grace. Your word says that um, that you seek those that would worship you both in spirit and in truth. I'm reminded of the scripture says whenever you hold back the rain or send insects to destroy the crops or send an epidemic or on your people, the antidote is to pray to you, to repent and to turn away from the evil that we've, done, we've been doing. Then you'll hear our prayers in heaven, forgive our sins, and you'll make our land prosperous again. Father, I believe with all of my heart that the earth that you created, um, which your word says the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the earth that you've created has been groaning for decades because man has abused it through pollution and deforesting and overconsumption and littering and excessive use of technology and lights and heat. God, I we repent this morning and ask that you would forgive us for our part. And we stand, oh God, Imanasa, we stand in in the gap for those that don't even realize what they have been doing or they do realize and they don't care. God, we stand in the gap for America this morning as we intercede on her behalf. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Your word tells us that the heart is deceitful above all things and beyond cure, who can understand it? God, only you can understand the deceitful heart of man. And though it's deceitful, we know that there is an antidote. We pray for um, the heart of our government officials from a federal standpoint to a local standpoint, those that are working untiringly to come up with solutions, to figure out the strategies, how to be able to open up our country again, hallelujah, God, and to be able to bring our workers back um, to work in a healthy manner. Father, I thank you for the strategy and the ideas that you give them. God, I thank you that just as those, just as there are wicked leaders, there are good and godly men and women, Amasa, who are seeking your faith, who are asking what they should do and how they should do it and when they should do it. Father, we lift those leaders up to you in the name of Jesus, our own governor and our own mayors. We lift them up to you, Father, and we thank you for giving them the plan that is necessary, the plan that will be effective, not that plan that is a rush to judgment or because it's based upon the pressure they're receiving from those that have businesses and that are missing their profit. No, not um, some, uh, being subjected to peer pressure from those that have um, greased their palms, uh, hallelujah, Jesus, but, but the giving them the, the, the mind and the courage to stand up and do that which is right, to stand up and do those things that will protect those of us that are being uh, uh, subjected to the instructions that we've been given. Father, we thank you that you um, that you bind the spirit of greed and that you loose the spirit of generosity. Hallelujah, Jesus, for your word says that, Lord God, whatever is bound on earth, earth would be bound in heaven and whatever is loose on earth would be loose in heaven. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you bind those individuals that are seeking to get political points. And God, that you give them a mind to seek to get people points because they have a mind to work for the people. I thank you for exposing the wicked men and women who are out scheming at night, looking and creating 
scams and um, looking for opportunities to rob people, whether it's virtually or whether it's physically, looking for, take, looking for the opportunities in which they could take advantage of individuals uh, that are naive and that are looking for answers. Father, I thank you that you expose their wicked acts in the name of Jesus and that they will be dealt with swiftly. I lift up families, especially those that are under-resourced because of um, reasons beyond their control. Perhaps they had jobs, Lord God, but they found find themselves unemployed because their employers have had to close down their businesses. Lord Jesus, your word says that you would have, we would have the poor with us always, but that you will not always, but we know we wouldn't always have you. And Father, we just thank you, Lord Jesus, that you were talking to the disciples at that time who were physically in your presence. But I praise you and I thank you that we understand that we have a responsibility as men and women of God to take care of the poor because they will always be with us. Your word says in Proverbs that whoever is, is kind to the poor lends to the Lord and that you will reward them for what they've done. Thank you, God, that we're not just, we are, we understand that we will be rewarded for what we do, but that's not the motivation behind it. God, we thank you and praise you that you've given us a motivation to be a blessing to those that cannot, uh, be, that are not in a position to be a blessing to themselves. Lord Jesus, we lift up our essential workers, especially our healthcare providers, but there are also other essential workers that are out there on the front line, our social workers, benefit workers firefighters, peace officers, those that are serving veterans, those that are preparing meals for, that we can enjoy uh, as we take them to go, those that are in the retail industry. God, we lift them up and ask God that you would bless and protect them. We thank you, Lord Jesus, uh, and, and ask, Father, that you would uh, look on those that have been impacted and affected by this virus, I mean physically impacted, that are under quarantine right now or that are currently in the hospital. We thank you for those that have recovered and we thank you for those that will recover. I know that there is a mad rush to create an antidote, but Jesus, you are our antidote. You are our antidote. For your word tells us that you bore all of our sicknesses and diseases on the cross. Uh, when you died for us on the tree, uh, your word says that by your stripes, we were healed. Uh, we're not going to be healed, God, but your word tells us we're already healed in spite of how we feel, in spite of what things look, by, look like. God, we thank you that we have a great high physician that we can call on. Aha, Lord Jesus, and there isn't a sickness, there isn't a disease that you haven't been able to cure. Father God, we lift up those that don't even know they can call on you. We lift them up in the name of Jesus. Just as I prayed for my mother yesterday who was not feeling well. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that just as I laid hands on her, hallelujah, and she recovered. I thank you. Hallelujah. That we are, we are uh, proverbially laying our hands on the sick and the afflicted and not just those that are um, stricken by this pandemic, but those that have been battling cancer and sickle cell anemia and arthritis of every form and um, lung disease and heart disease and uh, hallelujah, those that are um, that have that are recent amputees that are still battling 
um, those um, physical pains that are, they're not really physical anymore, but they are phantom pains. That's the word, Lord, phantom pains. God, those that are battling all types of sickness and diseases, mental illness and emotional disorders, God, we lift them up before you as well. Hallelujah. Those that were destined for surgeries or had surgeries planned that have had surgeries put off, God, we thank you, Lord God, that you would keep them, that you would cradle them in the, in the crevices of your arms. Lord Jesus, as I get ready to close and open it up for collective prayer, God, we take a few seconds to wait silently so that we can hear from you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. God, we thank you for this opportunity. Thank you that you've heard our prayers this morning. Thank you that you've given us instructions during this time of silence. And as we take our phones off mute and bombard heaven with praise, God, we glorify you. Thank you. 
We thank you, God, that you'll continue to minister to us even as we put our phones on mute and we prepare to hear the word that you've given on this morning. It's in Jesus' name that we give thanks, we glorify you, and we give praise. Amen, amen. Angela, the call is now in your hands. Amen. God bless you all on this morning. We thank God for you, Susie. And Tanya, thank God for the prayer on this morning. It was so sweet, so rich. Thank God for giving us instructions in that um, that time of silence. Really, really sweet on this morning. I just thank God for another day. Thank God for the opportunity and absolute privilege of being before God's people on this morning. God, we praise you. Thank you, Father. Order my lips, Father, to only say what you would have me to say. Father, open up the hearts of the people. Allow this to fall on good ground, Father. Need the ground of their hearts to receive in a great way on this morning. Father, I thank you. I praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Well, good morning, good people. If we can all again just briefly take a look at our phones and be very certain that we are um, on mute. Um, well, today is uh, April 30th, and we are, this is the last day of the month, last day of radical um, expectations. So I hope you got your cups out and your pen and your pad. Um, I'm going to touch on not really a few different areas. I believe it's all going to flow, and hopefully we can close out this teaching, um, giving you some instructions and some food for thought, giving you something to chew on um, that's going to take you into the next month, especially while we are um, in the times that we're in, in the sheltered in place, and it looks like it's going to be just a little longer. So. Um, Prayerfully, we are all taking advantage of this time, both um, naturally and spiritual, because it's first natural and spiritual, um, and um, really diving in and listening, hearing, giving, loving, and being at peace. So let's go. Um, I have some questions for you. In this declaration, going to, there's going to be some questions. There's going to be some action points things for you to do okay even if you think you've reached like hey and listen I did that I want you to press further I want you to go further I want you to think further I want you to desire further and I want you to expect further and I want you to realize that it is okay to expect it's okay to expect. And I say that, and I say that um, very generously because there's been, there's, there's teaching. There's different types of teachings. There's lots of teachings. Some of us have grew up in uh, church. Some of us have not. Um, but listen, we've gotten some type of understanding of expecting and expecting things from God. Um, unfortunately, some of us have learned a, um, I would say, a, a, a basis of expecting you've got to do this in order to get this from God, or you've got to do this in order to be this. And I want us to get into a place of receiving from God, and it's okay. 
you know, he, he loves, I promise you, he loves to give to his children. And it is not performance based, but it is something internal that we must do because he gave us the ability. He told us, you do it. You mortify the flesh. You this. When God tells you to do something, it's not, um, it's not something that we absolutely cannot do on our own. Okay, so wherever you think that you are right now in the area of belief, I want you to challenge yourself. Yes, you, you, and you. I want you to challenge yourself. I want you to set the mark higher. As it's often said, um, we can only accomplish the dream or desire or the want um, if it's something that we can see, you know, usually we set an expectation or a goal um, that's that's obtainable. You know, it's been done before. You saw someone do it, you heard someone do it, you, you were told you can do it, and you even kind of feel on the inside, you know, I could kind of, I could do this, you know, I can get this done. I'm not talking about that type of belief and expectation. I'm talking about that radical expectation. I'm, I'm talking about the God side, the God side, something that's going to scare you, something that's going to make you gasp and something that's going to make you drop down to your knees when it happens. That's the type of radical expectation I want you to have. That's how I, I want us to dream. I want us to desire. So I challenge you, based on this, based on this, based on all data, scriptures, all types of encouragement, affirmation, affirmations, and everything that you have received this month on this call, on radical expectation, I challenge you to put it to task greater than you already have. And I mean much greater. I mean, I mean dreaming bigger than big looking to um, use what God has put in you, use what you desire. There are some who may not even know what I want to do or what is this really a desire that I want? Am I clear here? Um, what is it that you are doing or want to do? I want it to be so big, so big, so gigantic that it scares you. Radical expectation. So here's a little, here's, I want you to make a list. I'm going to ask you to make, I think, two lists today. This first list, I want you to make a list. Four questions in this first list. And I'm talking about you. And please don't judge yourself as to what, to, as putting yourself in a, in a, in a place of limitation. Don't judge yourself as, oh no, Oh no, I, I, I've accomplished, you know, I put down A, B, C, D and oh my goodness, I've even went all the way to F, you know, and I'm good. No, I don't want, I don't want you to stop there. Number one, what have you accomplished this month? What have you accomplished this month? I want us to take some time to think. Number two, what did you intend on accomplishing? What did you intend 
on accomplishing. Number three, why didn't you accomplish it? And I need you to be honest with this one. I need you to be honest enough to not make an excuse. I want you to just be openly honest. I didn't accomplish it because I slept too long. I didn't accomplish it because I overspent. I didn't accomplish it because I didn't believe it. Number four, if you didn't desire to accomplish anything, why? Why didn't you? Answer that question. And it's for yourself. If you didn't desire, if you didn't write down any accomplishments, I want you to ask yourself why and be honest. Is it because you were fearful? Is it because you had doubt, inability, your tangible in your hand in your bank account resources didn't seem like it would fulfill that desire? Those four questions, I, I, I want us to be honest. And if you did have some things that you accomplished, if you did um, accomplish what you intended, again, were these things God-sized? I want to challenge us here. Were these things God-sized? I want to challenge your thoughts in this process. Was it God-sized or was it your size? If someone can check your phone real quick, please, we, you, you're off of mute. I want to go to the scripture. This is a scripture that came up for me um, when I was dealing with what I was accomplishing for this month, um, when I was pushing myself into a whole nother place, a whole nother phase, and the Lord had to give me another understanding. And I thought about it for the declaration, so it must be for you too. <laughs> okay, so in this scripture, in Galatians, and we've heard it, and don't put on the brakes, don't close the door, don't, don't close the blinds. Listen, in the scriptures in Galatians 5 and 9, a little leaven leavens the whole lump. Now, again, throughout all of our teachings, we've heard this many ways, but personally and even externally, I've heard it from parents to children, uh, people telling you if you hang around this person, relationships, poor behaviors of others, messy folks, it will draw you in. That little leaven will leaven the whole lump. Everything good that you're doing could be spoiled. And we People tell it to their children, no, don't hang around that one because a little leaven leavens the whole lump. But I want you to realize that this scripture is not only for those things that I just highlighted, and that may not be your story. Maybe you heard it another way. That is great. It's major compound rest in your thoughts and belief system. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. This rests in your thoughts and belief system. If you're not totally bought into everything about what you're engaging in, that one little 
ounce of doubt, that one little fox, that dislike, that mm, I don't think so, that ah, can this be, can this, mm, I don't know, that little leavening can leaven your whole lump. My whole lump of what, Angie? Your whole lump of expectation. That one little leavening. It could be a product. It could be packaging. It could be pricing. You're not fully bought in. So because your thoughts are so powerful and God made them that way, God made them that way, extremely powerful. You've heard the term, you can make it or break it. Our thoughts can make you or break you. So let me give you just a little example. And we've all done this, and maybe we have not experienced it. But have you been yourself or your mother told you when you first started, you know, helping in the kitchen or your father um, started teaching you how to cook, you, um, you were getting ready to make some meringue, okay? And they told you, separate the egg yolk from the white. Be careful. Do not get one tiny drop of that uh, yolk inside of the white. Or I'm not going to be able to make it. I'm not going to be able to fluff it. It's not going to come together. So be careful. And you were like, okay, mom, okay, dad, I'm going to do this right. You crack your eggs and you did your best. You looked, you, you looked again and, and you said, okay, I'm all done. I separated the yolk from the white. And you started beating it. You got your beater, got your blender, and you're just whipping away. And you're looking at it, and it looks, you know, clear, slightly bubbly, and kind of slimy. And you're just whipping away, and you're whipping, and you're whipping, and you're whipping, and you're whipping. And your mother or your father looks and says, uh, "You got some yolk in there." And you're like, "No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't." And they 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 try to get you to understand that just a tiny bit will keep it from accomplishing what it is supposed to do. It's the same way with our belief system. It's the same way with belief and doubt. If you are not all bought in, a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. And I'm going to say this one more time. It will keep it, that leavening will keep it from accomplishing what it is supposed to do. Belief and doubt cannot mix. It cannot mix. It cannot mix. So if you're having great expectations or you think that you are or you're writing down what it is I'm going to do and, and God, this is what I desire to give and God, this is what I desire to receive. But if there's one little thing off to the side, if you say, God, you know what, I really want to create this, you know, uh, but you may say, uh, who's going to pay $6,500 for my online program? You know, I love the content. You gave me the content, you created it for me, but uh, I don't think no one's gonna pay this much, so I wanna dumb it down some. You're doing great things, you got a barber shop, and I'm just using examples for just so that you can get thinking. 
and you know you got skills. You know you know how to line it up, fade it up, and whatever it is, and you're like, no, oh, I want to charge $50 a haircut. But then you think, uh, who's going to pay $50? Especially in this neighborhood. A little leaven leavens the whole lump. You have to be fully bought in. Fully. We get in trouble because we want to know the how. This doesn't look possible. I can't see it. I, you know, I see other people doing it, but, but I, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know about me. But it's your desire. It's your expectation. God may even have told you. It may have been a word of knowledge or a, a true prophetic word over your life or instructions or in a dream. But something on the side, I want you to find that little, mm, that little mm, on the side. And I need you to make a decision to be all bought in. Most people don't make decisions but they, because they can't see the how. They can't see how they're going to get there. And you know, God never told us to know the how. He told us to have faith and believe. You don't need to know the how. And when you get to the place where you don't have to know the how, but you are fixated on believing and putting forth action, which is faith, not knowing the how, miracles happen when you don't know the how. You don't have to. A feeling of gratitude and certainty surrounding it, surrounding it, your whole being with the knowing that it has already happened. That's enough. That's enough. So we want to be intentional. What experiences are we looking for in life? And really be honest. What are we afraid to ask for? And really be honest. And are we afraid because of other people's opinions, even if we say, oh, I don't care what people say. I don't care what people think. Are we afraid because of someone told you that you couldn't, that you can't? Limitations are demonic and they are full of doubt. And when people put limitations on you, you must know that that is an evil force trying to suppress you, trying to embed itself in you and incubate and to grow. Unfortunately, because of external um, stimulations from people, regardless if it's from your mother, from the pulpit to the back door, people are afraid to desire even the resources for their family because of others. People are, desire, people are afraid to desire to be abundantly blessed. Health, wealth, friends, family, life. People are afraid to dream because of what they've heard and because of those limiting expectations that they never dealt with. Afraid to desire resources that is desperately needed, being confused of the purpose of money and, and shamed, and, and it's so rampant and it's so unfortunate. 
but you can get past it. You can gain the financial wisdom you need. You can gain the, the resources that you need and have an assignment for each and every dollar. You can be just as powerful as those that you look out the window and see. Just as powerful. What do you, what are you expecting? This great abundance for? What are you expecting? Are you expecting it so I could be the greatest philanthropist ever? I want to give. I want to do. I don't want to see anyone without. What are you desiring it for? Let no one dampen your great expectation. Is it for health? Regardless of the facts that were given in your health, is your expectation to be up and about, running, changing, doing what it is that you need to do to stay healthy once you say, hey, you know what? As a matter of fact, I'm already healthy. It's already done. This is already healed. What's holding you back? I want us to be honest and find that little, mm, that little thing, that little leavening that has kept us from our expectations that we have desired, have not desired, have looked for, have searched out, have not looked for, and have not searched out. I want us to be honest. We don't want to be closed off to any area of the work that you want to live in. We want a partnership with God. And we want to be open to his word in every aspect so that there is no negative leavening. There could be positive leavening, which is great, but we don't want to have any of that negative leavening because when you fully receive something, you have the capacity to mirror it back at that same measure. Perfect love casts out all fear all fear. And it has been studied, it has been said that fear is the most often repeated commandment in the Bible because God knew that one of our greatest weaknesses would be fear. I'm afraid to dream like that. I'm afraid to look like that. I'm afraid to sound like that. I'm afraid to walk like that. Everyone, everyone, and I mean everyone, everyone, can make a decision. You can make a decision. You can make a decision. You can make a list of great expectations. When people came to Jesus in the Bible, they were sinners, not sinners. They came to Jesus for healing for whatever it was. They had the audacity. They weren't even believers. But they knew that's the one that I can get help from. And everybody that came to Jesus for healing, guess what? He healed them. Even when there was obvious, absolute doubt. But you know what they did have? You know what they did practice? They practiced mustard seed faith. That mustard seed faith was the faith that it took for them to even think in their mind, hey, check this out. We finna go see Jesus. He can handle this. Let's go search him out. I'm gonna weave through this crowd. 
I'm going to get up in this tree. I'm going to stand up on this high rock. We're going to see him coming, and we're going to go to him. Jesus healed them, even in their state of doubting. Jesus called out the doubt, of course, and he, of course, corrected them, but he still performed a miracle. That is such a great place to get an understanding of how Jesus works. So what about you? So I need you to make another list. This time, I want your list to be of great God-sized expectations, both in servitude and in reception, receiving. As I talked about in the beginning, as I, when we got started, being able to receive. Can you just receive from God? Can you just receive? Can you just receive his goodness without feeling like you have to put something to it? I got to give something. I, I got to do something. In living in a performance-based situation. Because unfortunately, that's how we are with each other. That's how we've been with our children. If you do that, you're going to get this. You didn't do good, so you don't get a cookie. You didn't wash the dishes, go to bed. If you don't, you know, I mean, we, we came up with all this stuff that was so uh, not God-like. <laughs> and our poor kids had to, you know, separate, okay, so this is how mommy and daddy thought me. And then now you're saying that there's a God that don't do what y'all just did to me. I'm confused. Yes, we, we did that to our children. So anyway, our father is greater. Amen. Amen. So both both in servitude and in reception. Um, what is it? Are you do you want to support someone in something? You know, do you want to invest in someone's future? Uh, what is a greater expectation? And I want you to 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 take off all the limits, even in your intimate relationship with God. Greater. What are you asking God? Are you asking God to? Uh, walk in my room in the night, get in my dream. I want to talk like Paul and say, you know, was I in the, was I talking to an angel or a man? Was I in here on earth? Was I in the third heaven? I don't know. An intimate relationship with your family. Intimate, a more intimate relationship with friends. Take it all to another level. All take it all to a absolute another level. And again, it's okay to receive from God. He actually loves to give to us. He actually loves it. He talks about it in his Bible. He talks about those great things. He said, I got stuff for y'all you can't even imagine or think about. I got rooms of stuff. He wants to take us to those rooms. He wants to give to us. So we must have greater expectations, even of our very own thoughts and beliefs. Again, remember, <laughs> beliefs are decisions. Beliefs are decisions. And you can make a decision to believe. You can make a decision to believe. We can make a decision. We really can. So as we get ready to close, lastly, I want to say to be wholeheartedly 
in great expectation of anything greater than what you can accomplish. So we can make a leap, a large step forward. If not, your expectations is only, it's going to be limited only to what you can see, only to what you can think. So if you believe that Jesus died on the cross for you, so then why don't you expect every promise the Bible says is ours, is yours? Every promise is yours. Why do we place judgment? Why do we place judgment on our expectations based on behavior? When God gave us the formula, see, he knew we was going to do that. <laughs> That's why he gave us the formula. He said, look, you know, repent. I need you. Yes, you're going to go through this. You're going to feel this. But check this out. I made a way of escape for you, sweetie pie. I need you to repent. It's all good. I'm going to throw it into the sea of forgetfulness. I'm going to blot it out. It's all good. Believe me. It's like you say, no, 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 for real. For real. I don't remember all that stuff that y'all repented for. But you bring it up to me over and over and over and over. He said, I know you were going to do it multiple times. It's okay. I need you to repent and turn. I'm your father. I love you. I love you. I love you deeply. I love you eternally. So don't place any judgment on our expectations based on behavior. Because some, like I said before, unfortunately, this is a learned behavior from society, from our parents, from our spouses. So have you made a decision to just only believe, as it says in Luke 8 and 50, when Darius, well, this was, um, yeah, this was about Darius when, Jarius, I'm sorry, I brought it down to a modern time, Darius, no, it was Jarius. And they, uh, you know, they sent word, you know, Jesus, can you come? My, my daughter, she's sick. She's with great fever. And while Jesus was on the way, they came and said, nah, you don't even need to come. She's dead. And he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, he said, fear not. Believe only. Fear not. Believe only. Fear not. Believe only. Where's the fear coming from? The fear is coming from our doubt. The fear is coming from our limitations. The fear is coming from lack of belief. Fear not. Believe only. Fear not. Believe only. If we can keep this, if we can meditate on this, if we can chew on this, fear not. Believe only. I could keep saying it over and over and over. Ah, an added thing to do. Get a sticky note. I promise you. Put it on your computer. Put it on your mirror. Every place that you're going to be, put it on your refrigerator, put it on your microwave, put it on your front door. Fear not, believe only. Fear not, believe only. We want holy, bold, scary courage, radical courage to fear not, but believe only. Expect only the best, the greatest. Expect only an amazing life, an amazing body, healthy, an amazing mindset. Expect only 
the great and mighty things that God has already um, planned for us, not destroyed. Ooh. God has already did these things for us. They already exist. They already exist. So I want to leave you with a couple of things that I spoke on was a week before last. And again, it's talking about your mind, your mindset. We have to buy in that it starts there. Number one, just a couple of these truths. Again, you cannot go to the future holding on to the biology of your past. And I don't care if that was 40 years ago. I don't care if it was 40 seconds ago. Number two, beliefs are decisions. Decide what thoughts you will take into your future and write them down. Beliefs are decisions. Decide what thoughts you're going to take into your future and write them down. Number three, decide what emotions no longer belong in your future. Decide what emotions no longer belong in your future. Number two, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, number four. <laughs> Decide what behaviors and habits that you will adapt and be consistent with. Decide what behavior and habit you will adapt and be consistent with. And finally, this if 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 you've heard the different steps that I gave you, things to write down, this one right here is gonna be your game changer. Become highly attentive to your inner chatter. Thoughts, murmurs, and complaints. I want you to realize that we set <laughs> the course of our day, our lives, of everything with our mouth and how we feel about something. If you feel something is difficult, it's gonna be difficult. If you're tired of doing something, I'm tired of doing this, you're gonna be tired of it. If you're doing something and you let out this great big sigh of just, oh my God, you know what? That's exactly how it's going to be. Your thoughts, your inner chatter, your murmurs, 
your complaints. Your words are powerful. They are not passive. So that is our declaration for today. I pray that there was something that resonated with you, that there was something that you said, you know what, I'm about to kick May in with my heel. High heel, flat shoe, dress shoe, whatever it may be, we are going into May um, with some power, with some gear in a greater way than we um, finished up April. So God bless you. Um, I do want to open it up to those that um, didn't get a chance to say good morning, the beginning of the call. And again, we want the brothers to be able to go first and um, chime in, say hello, say good morning. Go for it. God bless you. Good morning. We heard you. It was a little faint, but we heard a brother speaking. Hey, good, good morning. morning Thank you for that wonderful declaration. Oh, good morning. God bless you. God bless you. Good morning, it's Sister Julia. Good morning, Sister Julia. Good morning, Mrs. Janet. Hi, Janet and Diane. Good morning. <laughs> Thursday blessings. It's Krishonda. Hey, good morning, Krishonda. I want to say I got my list ready. Oh, I want to say my I want to say my prayer to everyone on the line and say God love you. God bless everybody. Amen. God bless you. Good, Good morning. morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Are we just checking in with good mornings? Are we able to elaborate or which one? You can. I just heard one more brother that was trying to get in a good morning. Amen. Good morning. This is Sister Denise. Beautiful declaration. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Yes, yes, sis. We can open it up to, you can elaborate and say good morning for everyone. Hey, good morning. Good morning. Uh, good morning. Good morning. First of all, I just want to say thank God. I just want to thank God for waking me up in my right state of mind. Amen. This is Sister yes. Sabrina. Uh, uh, what's your name? Uh, Angela? Okay, Sister Angela, because I, I, I'm trying to hook up these names here. Thank you, Sister Angela. Oh, uh, you're welcome. Wow, for continuing to be about God's business. Amen. And Amen. when you were talking, what came up for me, uh, I wasn't able to write stuff down, but I was, uh, but what came up for me is that uh, my sponsor had gave me an assignment to do, right? And, um, uh-huh. I was doing everything else but that assignment. And when she, when we would get together, she would say, "Did you do your step? You know, did you do the assignment, your step work?" And I said, "No." And I made all these, uh, all these excuses why I didn't do it. 
and, 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 and what I realized as you was talking, the truth of the matter was, I was afraid. I was afraid to, to do the assignment because I was afraid to know who Sabrina really is. My mm. God. Wow. Amen. And, 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 and then what's coming up also for me, you talked about that inner child. You know, the, my inner child is coming up for me, you know, with this shelter in place. And, and I'm just able to really sit with myself. Amen. Uh-huh. And, and I'm really, I'm able to sit with myself, learn who I am because I never knew. I was raised wow. up with a lot of wrong misinformation. Uh-huh. You know, people, my mom telling me I'm not good enough. I'm going to be just like my father in and, and in and out of incarceration. So all that stuff, my uh-huh. God. But I'm able to receive, and I thank God for directing me here to this prayer line, and I'm going to keep it real. Yeah. I'm just going to wrap it up because I know other people want to share. I, I just, I'm just so grateful and excited about what my God is doing in my life. And my prayer yeah. to for and to everybody is I'm truly praying for everyone in your family. Please be safe and stay safe. And if no one told you that they love you today, I love you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for sharing that because that's just, that's just being honest. That's just, and I I truly believe, I truly believe, man, I truly believe. Because for me too, this has been a great time to just be able to just sit in myself and and ask God some honest questions um, about myself, some honest questions um, about um, that inner, that inner chatter, that inner self, that inner child and just, just stuff. And, you know, really in this time, being able to have the time to do that, you know, it's such a, I mean, this is so, there's so many folds to what's going on. Um, yes. It, it's so much to it because when you do sit with God, you know, you got to have time to process. Guess what? We got time to process now. You know, <laughs> we have time to face us right now. And it's been good, and he wants us. I thank God for you, sis, and I thank God for what he's doing in your life. I thank Amen. God for it. I can really Amen. hear it in you, and I truly appreciate him for leading you to this line. Amen. Thank you so Amen. much for sharing. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. Anyone else? Good morning. This is Barb Adelodi. I am thankful morning, and grateful Barbara. this morning. I just uh, I wanted to just comment on that that inner chatter. Boy, that's the biggest challenge right there. And with this reset that we have going on, this time the the outside noise pollution, we don't have to deal with that. So it is perfect timing to deal with what's going on with the inside and that horrible chatter that goes on. So pray for me that I, I resolve yes. that because that is my biggest challenge and that is what I want to defeat. Thank you. Yes. Amen. Amen. Absolute. Um, that is, yeah, it's huge. And to be able to catch it, you know, 
That's the place we work to is catching it. You know, when you hear it, catch it. And that's when um, we would it's the scripture. Um, casting, casting down is when we cast down. When you hear something and God talks about casting it, you know, and if you look up the word cast, that's not just, you know, you're just dropping it. You're just opening up your hand. You know, that's like just slamming it, like just casting it, you know, like you taking it, snatching it with force and casting it down. So amen. Mm-hmm. That's what we need to do with that inner chatter. I know I be getting all um, dramatic. <laughs> anyway, but thank you so much, sis. Appreciate thank you chiming you for in. Thank you your beautiful declaration, your passion oh, behind God. it. Thank you. Oh, you're so very welcome. Praise God. Amen. Is there anyone else? Anybody else? Good morning, Angela. This is Persister Priscilla. Um, good morning. I, good morning. I just want to say I have one, two, three, I think five pages of notes. Um, you're an excellent, you're an excellent teacher. You really are because you take your time and you say it over. So it gives me a chance to write, you know, I don't miss it. And, um, it was in order, uh, your thought patterns, you have mastered that in your mind. You can, you have a thought pattern that's concise and, um, at least for this teaching. And so (laughs) I just want to just, um, tell you that I, I'm looking forward to going over this all because it's just right on time and it, it really has to do with the I love when you said uh we said it several times a de- a decision no a thought is a decision did I get mm-hmm. that right thought yeah is a thoughts, decision. thoughts are just de- thoughts, yeah thoughts are de- and I, yeah, I never looked at it like that but you're right, because some thoughts we say in our, to ourselves over and over again, something that you think about a person or a situation, um, you may think it just as a thought, just nothing um, that's uh, concrete or absolute, um, when in reality it is. And as my sister just said, that inner chatter, that's the, I find myself in my past a lot, um, mm-hmm. you know, just uh, revisiting situations over and over again. But the practical application of getting out of that and um, casting down every lofty imagination that exalts itself against the word of God, you know, finding that, that, that uh, scripture of truth and um, covering it over those thoughts, that's the process. Mm-hmm. Um, um, which, you know, we all have to get good at and we all have to be honest with ourselves. Um, and fear, false imaginations appearing to be real, that is major, such a major thing. And sometimes you don't even think you have the fears. You know, it's it's such a deceptive thing. Um, mm-hmm. You don't think that because you, you're not being brutally honest, but your actions really tell you what you fear or lack mm-hmm. thereof. It's mm-hmm. really showing you. So I I, appreciate, I so appreciate this teaching because what I've learned on the Claire Victory, and this is a testament to all of the leaders and um, 
all the teachers, is how to apply this this truth that we that we hold so dearly in our hearts that we have been chasing after or pursuing. I don't even like the word chasing anymore since I've been on Declare Victory. Pursuing God um, for years in our life, but not necessarily applying it or even knowing how to apply it is mm-hmm. what I'm learning in Declare Victory. So just I just want to say God bless you and thank you for your teaching. I appreciate it. Amen. Yes, thank you so very much for your kind words. I really appreciate that. Thank you for that encouragement. Um, Amen. And thank you for how, um, just thank you for mentioning how Declare Victory has changed your your thought pattern in that. And yes, and I had said that um, thoughts and beliefs are decisions because we really can make a decision. You know, when a thought comes to our mind, we, we can make a decision to either accept it, roll with it, you know, listen to it or uh, cast it down. Um, and that in what I have experienced is thoughts coming and staying in a, um, I call it a miserable state, a state of misery too long. Yeah. Um, state of misery too long, you know, and, I, and, it, and it does not um, serve the body when we do that. It becomes damaging to the body. Um, that's yes. where diseases form, autoimmune diseases form. Um, yes. It depletes our our brain cells. You know, it's so thoughts are so powerful. You know, whichever way the pendulum flows, if it's you know bad thoughts or good thoughts, um, of course the good thoughts really increases us. But those bad thoughts, um, they really do damage, and we really can make a decision to cast them down and to uh, not accept really what the enemy is just trying to bring up. But um, thank you. Thank you so much for uh, sharing that. That's really, really, um, you know, that's the result of Declare Victory. That's what it's supposed to be. So we appreciate you being here and being a part of the family of Declare Victory and really benefiting from all the teachings. Appreciate you. I'm sorry, what was your name again? You said in the beginning. My name is Priscilla. It's Priscilla. Priscilla. Yeah, okay. Thank you so much, Priscilla. Good morning, Sister Angela. Good morning. Um, I'm, I'm like uh, Sister Priscilla. You are a great teacher, and uh, man, I'm, I am truly grateful and thankful for this prayer line and, and the way that it uh, empowers us and equip us, you know, um, through the through the uh, the teachers that they have here on this line. Yeah. And uh, as I as I was listening to your declaration, I, I I didn't get a chance to write down, you know, those those questions as I was in the restroom washing my face and brushing my teeth and yeah. But man, there there are some things that um that I, I I want to achieve, you know, that while this shelter in place has been um in existence, I, I should have been able to achieve and accomplish those things because we we've been in sheltered in place for close to eight weeks or however long it's been. It's been long enough for me to at least made a beginning on those goals, on those uh, 
accomplishments. And so, man, I, I just, as I was listening to your declaration, I could see, like, wow, you know, we, we know God's word tells us that, you know, death and life lies in the power of his, of the tongue, which we know is very powerful, but also the word tells us that as a man thinketh, you know, in his heart, so is mm-hmm. he. Yeah. And so I, 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 as I was listening to your declaration, I was like, and you talked about the doubt. I was like, yeah, you see how the enemy attacks you, Jeff? He he attacks your ambitions he, from with your own doubt within yourself. That's mm-hmm. why your 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 ambitions, you know, you want to move forward. And I I, I constantly think about uh, a, a statement that Dion made years ago about how you know we 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 settle for for mediocrity. We settle mm-hmm. for less. And I was like, my God, I'm so tired of settling for mediocrity, settling yeah. for less. You know, and so, you know, I, I, that just came through like loud and clear that yeah. the, the enemy attacks my ambitions wow. in the embryo in the stage through my own doubt. Wow. In the embryo stage, before they, they, they can't come to birth. Mm-hmm. So, you know, like, like the, the, the sister was just saying, like, you know, you, we have to grab hold of those imaginations, though, and, and cast them down, you know. So, wow. Yeah. So, and, and, and to the sister Sabrina, um, there, there, there's a playback. You, you, there's a way that, that you can listen to the call again. Uh, you know, I, I'm not that savvy on, uh, you know, there's a, you know, declare victory, um, Facebook or whatever. And you can get on, I, I forgot how you worded, um, the, the victory room and, and mm-hmm. you, you, there's way you can listen to the playback. And, and hear the, the the declaration from the, the day before, or the day of, so that you can go back and listen and write everything down that you weren't able to. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I'm tired of being robbed of my ambitions. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, Jeff. Hey man, thank you for sharing that. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again for your kind words. Thank you for sharing that. Um, yeah. See that, Brother that devil he Yes, go ahead. This is Sister Priscilla again. Brother Jeff, um, I know what it's like like not to be very savvy on these computer things. I have to practice, practice, practice. So I'm good at writing and taking notes if you like me. And it helps me too. So um, if you'd like me to send you my notes, because um, I took some really good ones this morning. I don't always do that, but this morning they just flowed really well. So I'll be happy to email you and Sister Sabrina. Give me the email address, 
Um, I give you mine, whichever, and or and, and I will. And Sister Julia, send it to me too. <laughs> well, well, you, I, I can um, I can ask my wife if she could assist me. Baby, doll, are you on the call this morning? No, she still knocked out. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Julia. I'm not at home. I'm not at home, and so. Um, well, that was very kind of you. Thank you. Uh, but uh, I would know how to, uh, I would do that. Oh, amen. Yeah. Amen. Uh, uh, amen. Uh, amen. Hi, Sister Angela. Yes. Good morning, Angela. Hi, good morning. How are you? I'm good. Mr. Sister Didi, can you hear me? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to say uh, thank you for your share this morning. I'm actually back at my job, and I'm so grateful because I work with the babies. I'm a, a support teacher, and I was gone for two weeks. But can somebody cough and mute your line for a second, please? Whoever just finished coughing. I wanted to tell you thank you for that awesome teaching on this morning. You do. You are an amazing teacher. But for me, what I got out of it was how we self-sabotage and those thoughts that we won't, um, you know, we won't allow ourselves to get out of stuff because of comparison ourselves to others. I know for me, I'm talking about me now, or either those mm-hmm. words, those word curses that were spoken over me as a child. So I'm kind of, you know, I'm kind of like, well, I don't sound like so-and-so when, when they speak or even yeah. as a declare. Sometimes if we're not careful, especially when people get on and they say, oh, I love when I hear you and you speak, because we have to really be careful because the enemy also likes to cause the vision that way too. And yeah. if, if you're not careful, you will start doubting yourself, right? And not realizing right. that God gave you a specific way to be. So I'm just grateful that I now know that the word that was spoken over me was for me. You know what I mean? Everything that God yeah. gave me, I'm going to, you know, I'm, I'm more, I reach a lot of young people. And I used to think it was something wrong with that. But I'm so grateful because my son is going to be 31 and the majority of his male friends, they still come to me. A lot of there for my children's friends will come seek spiritual guidance from me, and that blesses my soul with my yes, radical, crazy God. self. So I'm grateful <laughs> that I, I'm not in bondage to people or what they think of when you said that. Because my kids tell me all the time, Mom, you really move in a different way because I, I spent so much of my years worried about what people thought about me. You know what I mean? Yes. But when you get that confidence mm-hmm. for real, for real, you're going to move and you're going to be pleasing God because you can't please men no, no matter what you do. So I'm just yes. grateful for for your share always, and you're just a beautiful person, and sister, and I'm blessed to have you, so I love you, and thank you. Oh, I love you, too. Thank you so very much. All the kind words, I really appreciate it. God knows what we need, because absolutely, you know, yes, even as a declarer, I would hear, you know, you hear Dion, and then, like, the next day, you got to do it. <laughs> You'll be like, uh, you know, and you, you know, you, it, it hits us all. It hits us all, but we have to know that we are who we are, and um, God has made us and purposed us to reach who we are going to reach. And yeah, I spent years, years worried, concerned about people thinking, and you know, those thoughts even still try and creep up, and that's those thoughts that I have to cast down. And um, God, He's so He's so sweet, He's so phenomenal, He's so great. It's like 
and he knows that they come. And I, I believe when we do cast down those thoughts and, and really move forward and not let things uh, bind us up and hold us, that it just puts a smile on his face. Like, yeah, go ahead. Put that in you, you know, and it's just absolutely uh, great. But thank you. I appreciate that. I appreciate you saying that, sis. I enjoy the baby. Hello. <laughs> this is Rochelle, and I just, um, excuse <clears throat> me. Hi. Um, that second Corinthians ten and five is one of my favorite, favorite scriptures because um it just it illuminates how God protects the mind. And every time, you know, something comes about where I think I can't do something or even, you know, mean thoughts and even when I try to think against people that have, you know, tried to do stuff to me, that's not my heart. So I have mm-hmm. to say, you know, I cast down every imagination that tries to exalt is and every high thing that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. And that that right there, I have the mind of Christ. So that is the knowledge of God. And then it says casting down. So I throw it away. I don't think about it. I tell, you know, the Holy Spirit, take it and do it. Uh, you know, you need to do with it because that's not my heart. That's not my intent. And I teach my kids that as well. And, and my husband, when they be able, when they start saying, we can't, I, don't cuss up in here. Don't say what we can't do. Don't tell me mm-hmm. what's not going to work because you've already put the expectation out there of what your goals are and what you're going to do. And you've already spoke those things. Blessings and curse, curses can't flow out the same mouth. So you can't. Right speak blessings and then curse it with what you what you've seen somebody else not do you can't base um your outcome on somebody else's outcome whether it be good or bad but i teach them you know that god if you work the word if you speak the word and work the word in your life the word will do the work in your in your life so you know that part right there i just try to protect the mind because so many people will think of things and just let it flow. You know, the enemy, once he know that he has you by a thought, oh, he going to drag you all up and down the street with that if you allow him. So I, I love that scripture because it gives us um, authority to, you know, think better. That, that's another scripture. We have the mind of Christ. Why speak those things if you don't believe them, if that's not what you're striving for? So I love your declaration. It gives, you know, you always speak encouragement and, you know, give us hope. So I thank you for your declaration and keep doing what you're doing. Amen. God bless you. Yes, and it is. And it is a, it's a practice. You know, we, those scriptures are there and it's a practice and it takes practice. You know, it took me a long time long time sis to come out of you know this battle with the thoughts um you know they took a long time but you know but um i thank god for the other side of it i thank god for it because um it's absolutely a free place to be and it's a lovely place to be and yeah and it's a liar yeah, it is. is a it's, it's and you got to tell them just like an argument. You got to go back and forth. You got to keep yes. that word. And keep saying it. Yes. And be like, you know what? I ain't thinking that. I mean, sometimes you're like, what? I ain't thinking that. You know what I mean? It would just be crazy right. stuff. <laughs> right. I have to, you know, yeah, I ain't thinking what? You know, and I, I just, um, and it is. It's, it's work and it's a practice, but it's, it's, it's a needful thing. Thank you so much. Appreciate your um kind words and um 
and, and your your knowledge. Thank you so much. Thank you. <laughs> well, people, I um, need to get ready to go to work. I uh, love you all. Thank God for you all. Um, blessings, peace, and grace to you all. Truly, truly love you. The love of Jesus Christ, I pray that you all have an absolutely amazing, amazing, amazing day on purpose. Um, tell someone you love them. Send somebody an encouraging text, something. Call someone. Check on your elderly. Check on those that are um, essential, even the bus drivers. The bus drivers are essential. They're out, out there, too, bus drivers. And, and there's people still working out on the streets. So please. Please keep every mindful of everyone in this time. And um, thank God for you. We will see you tomorrow morning. Same time, same number, same place. God bless you all. Love you all. Have an amazing day. Talk to you tomorrow thank morning. Bye. 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 Bye.